I'm Gary. I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown, the self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, finally, back to the Sweet 16, baby. We recap our first two wins of the tournament and preview our Sweet 16 matchup with LSU and try not to look ahead to Duke. Send us your comments, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Hey, bud. Welcome in. First time we're doing this on a Sunday night. Yeah. We just, you know, there's a lot of pressing things that we needed to discuss, so felt like we had to push it forward a little bit. For the people, of course. Only for the listeners. We're men of the people, so that's all. you're welcome. That's what we care about most. Feeling pretty good after last night's game, though. Feel very confident. I mean... I don't want to feel overconfident, but I'm feeling good. I definitely am more confident than I was after the Bradley game, that's for sure. Yeah, the Bradley game. <laughs> um, old Bradley game. Old Brad. I think I had a one or two heart attacks. I didn't think it was a very healthy thing for me to watch that game in I its was, entirety. I was watching it at work, which, as you know, means that I wasn't... If anybody from work's listening to the podcast, I was definitely working <laughs> during those hours. I'm not going to lie. I told my boss at four... I had about an hour left of work. I'm like, I can't be in the office watching this oh, game. I the first to, half? Yeah. yeah. I, I left the office. He let me leave because he saw what type of condition I had at that point. It wasn't a healthy one. I definitely one. got yelled at by one of my coworkers <laughs> for having an outburst. When McQuaid got called for a flagrant underneath the hoop, I was not happy. <laughs> and I got told to sit down. I didn't sit down. Yeah, there were times in that game where I was definitely having some flashbacks back to the Middle Tennessee State game. And oh, you mean the beginning when y- they just were hitting, hitting every three? Hitting all the threes. I was I like, think here we six go. Six for nine this in the fun. first half. Yeah. Definitely not ideal beginning and some very intense points in the second half. But once again, Cassius Winston wouldn't let us lose the game. And that's the thing that needs to be stated over uh, and over American again. All-American played like an All-American. Big Ten Player of the Year played like Big Ten Player of the Year. 26 points, no big deal. Yeah. 8 of 8 from the free throw line. As a team, 25 of 26 from the free throw one line. Mi- one missed by the glue guy. Not his best day. Uh, no. Some might say one of his worst. Yeah. I mean, I one think of he was... 10 from the field, mm-hmm. 0 of 7 from 3. Not good. Not great, but guess what? Didn't matter. Didn't need it. But he bounced back against Minnesota, didn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. That's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a very sloppy performance. We didn't look like we were prepared and made a lot of foolish mistakes. And uh, some of those mistakes still carried into the Minnesota game as well as we saw last night. But, you know, the main thing about this tournament is you just got to win. And they found a way to win that game. And that's what's most important because we're still playing now. Yeah, the final score definitely makes it look a little bit better than what it actually was. You know, winning by 11. I'll take it. But, I mean, we saw across the board all... The high seeds struggled in the first half, it seemed. even some North Carolina were, was down by five. Yeah. But, I mean, they still blew them out. Virginia was down. Yeah. Came back and blew them out. So, I mean, we're seeing that a little bit more. And I think the more that upsets happen, there's that little seed of doubt in the back of these teams' minds that, hey, anyone at any time could pull off a, a victory and upset and shock the world, as we saw last year. So, 
you know, these upsets, I think, definitely play into the minds of, of the top teams. Do we uh, want to talk about the talking point from this game that seemed to make national news? Uh, I mean, we can get to it. We do have a specific question if about it. we have it a mailbag, mailbag, I'll wait for it. All right. Yeah, we'll discuss it. It will be discussed. I mean, I don't want to lead off with it. I'm, it's so stupid that we even have to talk about it. It makes me want to punch a hole through a wall. Yeah. I mean... Everyone knows what we're talking about, the Aaron Henry, Tom Izzo thing. We don't want to get into it. I don't want to give it more attention than it deserves, like I said. I like that. I'm fine so, with that. Completely. We'll, 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 we'll touch it, but we're not going to get in depth. Yeah. It's ridiculous that we even have to bring this up. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to get too much into the Bradley game either. It was uh, It was what it was. was we what moved, it was. We win. We survive. We advance. And then, Wow. A Big Ten team in round two. Yeah, crazy. Never has happened. Interesting draw. Hasn't, I think the last time it's happened was like 85 or something like that I read. Well, I don't think we've ever faced a Big Ten team this soon in the tournament. Oh, I think, it, yeah, Michigan State might not have, but the last time a Big Ten team played another Big Ten team this soon was 85. I oh, think. really? I didn't think it had happened before this early. Um, don't and hold I, me to that. Okay. I'm not going to fact check it. I saw some weird stuff. But the last time even it. a Big Ten team played a Big Ten team in the tournament was when we played Wisconsin back in 2000 just crazy long time ago yeah that's kind of hard to believe but i mean big 10 success has not been a consistent thing in the tournament i was feeling Uh, good about this game going into it yeah i was very confident obviously the line spread was ten and a half ten and a half going into the game so you know and it's a familiar opponent the last time we played him we beat him by 24 points so Got to feel kind of good going into it. And they shot the lights out. Completely unexpected performance in the first game against Louisville. I felt like it was going to be very hard, especially with our defense, to replicate that again. And clearly that was the case. And I mean, we were... It was like men versus boys on the glass. We were getting every single rebound. I mean, every single rebound. Aaron Henry, Xavier Tillman, they were dominating I think on the we boards. are rebounded by them over 20. 45... To 19 yep. on the glass. Absolute domination. I love that. That's what Tom Izzo's basketball teams are made of. That gave me a lot of confidence moving forward in the tournament. Uh, I mean, Amir Coffey, you know, he played as well as he could have. He had 27 points. He did only shoot 8 of 24 from the field. So. Yeah, I think Henry was playing D on him. I think a little bit of McQuaid and Henry. Oh, Aaron Henry responding to coaching? Hmm. Who would have thought? Wow. Oh, nine Is that points. How it works? Nine points. Is that why he's rebounds. a Hall of Fame coach? I hmm. don't know. Yeah, four rebounds. No big deal. No, nine points, nine rebounds, three assists. Henry played really well in that game. He had some really nice passes. I mean, he looked composed. He looked yeah. like he made, was making smart decisions. He, he didn't knew look like to, a freshman. Yeah, he knew when to attack. He knew when to you know pass up the shot, and he hit a big three as well. Um, but again. Cassius. Cassius. Again, putting the like team a on his back. And a half segment when he took over the entire game. It was either seven or nine straight points via Cassius. It was seven. Yeah. Yeah. He hit a layup, hit a floater, hit a three, showed every facet of his game right there. The pull-up transition three. Oh, the that was beautiful. Game over. Beautiful. But yeah, like we said, Kenny Lou came back, showed that that was just a shooting slump. Yep. Hit two threes. That was nice to see. Had nine points, eight rebounds. Classic Glue game. Couple blocks. Back to his old ways. What did Quaid finish with in that McQuaid game? Quaid had nine points. Okay. Nine points, four rebounds. He, I thought he played well, though. I mean, I, I'm... Defensively, he's amazing. I thought Nick Ward was he looked a lot better than he has. So yeah. that was very good to see moving forward in the tournament. That's a nice well, little Well, again, I think they said it piece. going in. They were, Minnesota is definitely a more conventional team than... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, the last team we played, Bradley, and yeah. uh, that works out better for us. I think we match up very well with Minnesota. Um, I mean, didn't help Minnesota that Jordan Murphy got hurt. That Four minutes was a into difference the game. maker. That was definitely because, a difference I mean, maker. If you notice, we had how many? 22, free, 22 turnovers. And we still won the game by 20 points. Yeah. The, so we were incredibly sloppy with the basketball. We should have won this game by 30 or 40 points. Oh, yeah, easily. absolutely. And that's the thing. The turnovers, I, you know, obviously I would not would prefer us not to have a game like this. But the good thing about it is at least that's something we're going to focus on and hopefully prevent from happening Kenny in Owens, the next game. Five turnovers? Ugh. Well, there was a lot of deflected passes. It just seems like there was some lack, lackadaisical passing all around. Oh, there around. was definitely lazy passing going on. Yeah. 100%. So... I think the whole team acknowledged after the game that it's something they're going to focus on and, and try to prevent moving forward. So. Have to once you start playing against better competition. That's how you get buried. So, I mean, nothing to barely be upset about for this game, though. I mean, led start to finish, wire to wire. When it looked like Minnesota was gaining back some momentum, our best player took over the game and finished the That's off. all you can ask for. Absolutely. He played like an All-American once again. Yep, it's been uh it's been you know, looking at the seeds that are advancing, it's there's really not been any crazy upsets of the top teams yet, which is kind of unusual, I feel like. If you look at across the board, I mean there's still mm-hmm. some games that are pending here tonight, but for the most part it's all the one, two, fours, fives, obviously outside of the Oregon uh UIC matchup tonight. It's all pretty much high seeds, so you know, it hasn't been a ton of there's been some upsets here and there, but no big surprises within the top upper echelon of the field yeah. so there's going to be some really big matchups coming up here in the uh the elite uh sweet 16 going into the elite eight 100%. and um uh, really excited for the the ne- this next we just talked really quick about how we all watched the game together last night we had a good party good crowd to watch the game yeah our boy billy g from detroit was there and boy i think gary can attest to this he was excited when foster lawyer got into the game oh yeah he He was definitely perked up for that that moment and a little upset when he turned over the ball and passed it inexplicably to the the other team yes and uh he felt shame i I felt it billy was yeah there were some people that really didn't know billy and they were kind of asking like who's this guy what's up with him and foster (laughs) lawyer and i was like don't don't get into it with billy on foster (laughs) lawyer he's he's a big fan He's a big fan, okay? It's a real just soft let him, spot for let him. Let him have his moment. Foster Lawyer will be out of the game in a couple minutes. Just let Billy have his time to shine right now. So, Billy, salutes to you, bud. <laughs> Let's see. We'll see how, how he d- performs in the next two-minute period. He he checks into the next game. Because you know he's going to get it. It's a zero-minute period, but it's okay. <laughs> but some other observations from the tournament. Um, you know, Big Ten made some noise. On the first we uh first two days. Seven Little, and one. Seven and one? Yeah. Very impressive. Obviously you already have three teams ahead into the sweet sixteen, Michigan, Michigan State, and Purdue. Ohio State plays tonight. Yep. Iowa almost pulled off the incredible oh, comeback man. and upset today. They almost had a man. That was that was pretty um, amazing comeback down twenty five points. What was Rick Barnes doing? Oh, he said after the game, Admiral Schofield told him to keep him on the bench. Because I was one, um, you notice Schofield was on the bench. Yeah, like well, the he was f- in foul trouble. Yeah, but well, there was two minutes left in overtime. I was like, get him, what, what's he not doing on the floor? Humble player. How could you not be with a name like that? <laughs> First team all name. Yep. Admiral Schofield. Yep. Definitely on the RCR Probably all name be, list. He might be one of my favorite players of all time just because of his name. Might be name of the year, 2018 for the RCR. That's an impressive list to make, I would say. It's definitely... Yeah, I'm going to take him over Taco Fall. 
Taco Fall is also a great name. Man, speaking of Taco Fall, if you guys didn't tune in, Duke coming within inches of an upset to UCF. God hates college basketball fans. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what happened. It would have been beautiful. But the Can one we- thing I've said about Duke, and it was evident in this game, is they're weak at the free throw line. They're weak from behind the arc. If they go cold, they are 100% beatable. They're definitely a beatable team. There's no question, because I don't think UCF's a very good team at all. No. And, but, I mean, UCF did shoot the lights out. Got to give them credit. Oh, Dawkins they, on their team? Yeah. yeah he put he, on a show. He went, went off, and, you know... Taco was impressive underneath, and I think at the end when he fouled out, that was the difference because he they got Duke got the last can, rebound can and talk put the putback. How the there were a couple offensive blatant offensive foul calls that were missed by the referees, and it's not surprised that it wasn't called against Duke. I mean, this happens year after year. Money talks. Yeah, do you think this is a beneficial thing if Zion was out of the tournament? Yeah, I think before it this been second great. weekend. Yeah, it would have been beneficial for me and my, you know, and probably the entire country. Needs. Yeah, but nope they someone had to see Duke continue I mean, and Zion Williamson is a walking offensive foul when he goes to the hole and sticks his arm out. He did it like four or five times in that game, and they they have to call that at some point. They have to. R.J. Barrett stuck his arm out on the putback on Taco Fall full extension. I'm sorry. That gets called all the time. Were the refs just too entranced looking at how tall Taco Fall was and they just didn't notice? A little disappointing. But at the end of the day, UCF really has nobody to blame but themselves. Throwing away the lob when they could have gone up six with a minute left. That was... Oh, I, I, <laughs> uh, I literally crumbled to the floor. I was like, it's over. They're going to lose. Why would you not take an easy bucket in that situation? It just... I was... It's like a, you know, a lower level uh, team just... The moment was too big for him. So much shame. Shame and regret. It's okay. Someone else will take care of them. Quick update on the Liberty-Virginia Tech game. 50-44, to Vatek back in the lead. Well, there we go. There we go. Gary's prediction still intact. Uh, I, Virginia Tech upset over Duke next uh, round. Just wanted to let everybody know that's listening. I did amend my pick. Yeah, let's get into this really quick. Um, first off, let's talk about the changes that were done to our potential brackets that we read on the air last show Clark made some changes Kentucky's you know one of best players was injured right before the tournament took the cats out of the final four took them out replaced them with who hold on quick check on the bracket <laughs> oh who's that North Carolina my pick I picked, oh, and what looks did like he... I picked North Carolina mm, and what other uh, what other decision did you make who else did well, you put back in I the final four I was feeling very stupid shameful a bad fan for not putting the Spartans in the final four. So I picked Virginia Tech to beat Duke and I picked Michigan State to beat Virginia Tech. Wow. And the Spartans to go to the national title game. <sighs> Oddly similar. And I just want to say for the record <laughs> that Charles Barkley has the same final four as me as well as the same final <laughs> and championship game. It's, so it's just a shame. It's kind of funny. It's a shame that that won't happen because Texas Tech will beat the University of Michigan. Well, I also made a change. Before oh, yeah. Submitting there my... wasn't a... there... Ah, <laughs> yes. Why don't you tell the listeners <laughs> well, what you did? I also felt shame for putting Michigan as in the you final should four. Have, as you should have. Felt a lot of shame. We both had shame. So Mine was more so, I deserve more of the blame. I replaced them with Florida State in the final four, having upset Gonzaga and then unbeat Michigan uh, the next game after that. Florida but, State demolished Murray State. Not a bad pick. Yeah, and... 
I don't know, man. After watching Gonzaga last night, they look like a very strong team and could definitely get to the Final Four. But Vatek up eight. Vatek up eight. Let's go. But yeah, it's been crazy. There's been a lot of blowouts, and you know, there's been some close games. No, nece- not necessarily any big buzzer beaters, except maybe the LSU game. Uh, Maryland game yesterday. A little scoop from Waiters to yeah. beat uh, Maryland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are questioning that uh, traveling potentially. I don't care. We'll play whoever. We'll play them in a parking lot. Doesn't but matter. As a Michigan State fan, knowing that we're playing in Washington D.C., I think I kind of was almost cheering for LSU in a way because I don't want to play a playing road Maryland game. in D.C. would have sucked. Yeah, yeah. would have been awful. So I think we basically I'm, just played a road game against Minnesota. Did you hear the crowd? Yeah. Uh, but, but the tournament committee did us favors, remember? No, I guess that's what they want you to believe. But we are playing LSU next Friday. Time not announced yet. Probably be announced at the end of the conclusion of the games tonight. But It'll be after work, which will be nice. Yes. So we won't have to sweat it out at the office. That will be nice. But it should be a very interesting matchup. And I was not... Overly impressed with LSU or Maryland in that game. And I don't know specifically how our team will will match up with LSU, but I'm not scared of LSU. No. Obviously, I think it's going to be a close game. That's just how it's going to go. But Well, yeah. I mean, they, they there's won, no one that really... They won the SEC. They're, right. they're a pretty quality team. Yeah, absolutely. I, SEC already has four teams in the Sweet 16. Waters, pretty good point guard. No, Waters is a I can would make him as like a poor man's Cassius. Not as efficient, turns the ball over more, has less assists, less efficient uh from the field goal percentage perspective, but still a very effective player. Guy and, we gotta worry about is Nas Reed. Yep. Big fella. Six ten, two forty, freshman. He's averaging about fourteen point seven rebounds a game. And I do believe he can shoot the three too. Yeah. So yeah, they got some big he's a guys. Big high energy guy too. Yep. But I like the way if we if we defend the way we did last game and we rebound the ball the way we did last game, we should be fine. I I think we're a better team. We I know. Cannot, I know we're a better team. Than we them. cannot turn over the ball. No, That's if we turn the ball over twenty two times. We will not win the basketball yep. game. That's a matter of fact. And as we all know, Will Wade suspended for cheating. Not for surprised. The yeah. Wire tapped. Caught, cheating, rat, bye, <laughs> gone, za, and uh, the the LSU Tigers finished the season after their coach was suspended. They beat Vanderbilt, but then lost to Florida in their conference tournament. Yep, uh, and now they've pulled off two two close wins in the tournament. They, yeah, both of their games have been close. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of that makes me they, feel a little they, bit better. They've talked about how LSU has come through in the clutch in close games, but. Uh, you know, go, hanging tough with Yale till the end, and even Maryland, uh, it's got to bode well for Michigan State. I feel like, and you know, they only shot thirty six percent against Maryland. So, and they didn't shoot great from three as well. So, I like that. I like that they're not a team that uh, they do put up a lot of three pointers. It looks like, yeah. Um, they but shot yeah, twenty four. They only made seven. So. Get in their face. Who's uh, this? Uh, we got Mays on their team. He likes to shoot the three ball, it looks like. Yep. But like Skyler I, Mays. But like you said, I think stopping Waters will be the key to winning the game. 100%. So, you know, that's going to be their go-to guy. And in regards to offense and defense, they both average around 80 points a game, us and LSU. But we allow 
almost 13 points less per game on average than LSU does. I still firmly believe we're one of the top two or three teams in the country on defense. Yeah, I, I really do. I definitely believe well, that. Well, statistics will tell you Texas Tech and Michigan are the top two teams, but no, we'll, clearly we, debatable. We went 3-0 and against Michigan, so <laughs> everybody else can suck it. But I'm definitely looking forward to this game. I actually have family that are LSU fans, so that should create an interesting dynamic ah. for this week. But... A house divided. Something like that. Yeah. So do you want to get into our predictions? I mean, I don't know how much we can break down this game. Like we said, I, f- I feel relatively confident, but we did just beat a team by 20 I'm points. I'm always nervous for every NCAA tournament game. That's a good thing, though, when you have nerves. Yeah. You know? Does but, it make you, you know, a traitor or anything like that? I put Michigan State in my Final Four before it, uh, <laughs> before it became official. So. so all the haters out there, save it. I don't want to. You want to go it. first, Clark? Yep. Okay. Since I have mine typed out here, Get I'm just going to be straightforward with it. Michigan State 76, LSU 68. Nice. Eight point. Eight, eight point, point spread. spread. It's good. It's a good pick. Mine is very similar per usual. It wouldn't be a RCR pick if my score wasn't similar to Clark's. Standard operating procedure here on this podcast, <laughs> and I've. Once again, if there's any new listeners, I don't see Gary's picks. He does have his written down before the podcast begins, and I just give mine off the top of my head for every show. That's how we do it here. So tell the people what you got, Gary. I see us winning a little bit more comfortably, slightly more comfortably. Slightly. 75 to 65. All right. Very close to my pick. Yes, <laughs> very, very, very close. But I think a uh, little more low scoring for LSU, and I think 75 is a nice sweet spot for us to I hit. I like that. So that's where I see the game going. I'm hoping that's the case, and I'm hoping we're headed back to the Elite Eight. That would be sweet. And most likely at this point. Probably we'll going to be playing Virginia Tech. Or <laughs> we hope Virginia Tech. I'll play either one. I don't Duke. give a damn. Let's go. I mean, again, after watching Duke today, I definitely think that we have, you know, they're beatable, clearly. They're definitely beatable. So I'll you play. Just have I'll to play, play you uh, just have to play a damn near perfect basketball game to beat them. Yeah, but they can be beat. Yeah, absolutely. No turning the ball over. If 20 we play times. Duke the way we played Michigan on the road, I think we beat Duke. And I think we've seen that this year is we play our best basketball when the competition is elevated. Yeah, that was evident in the Bradley game. Yeah. Also in the Minnesota game, and we've seen that in our losses to Indiana. We've seen in our loss to Illinois. Oh. The dark days. But when the good teams come, when a ranked—I mean, look how look at our uh, record against ranked teams throughout the season. Gary, Gary, Gary. The quad one wins don't matter anymore. <laughs> Just ask the committee. The quad one wins don't matter this year. That's not the criteria. It's about who you lost. That was to. last year. That's not this, this year. year. It's all new. <laughs> Depends who you lost. Twenty nineteen. You hear? <laughs> yeah. But uh, just out of curiosity, who do you think will be playing in the Elite Eight? Duke. If we were to win, of course. I obviously have Virginia Tech in my bracket, but. Yeah, no, I'm going to say Virginia Tech. Okay, sticking I, with it. Because I hate Duke, and I just, I, I'm i really a, a, just fired up inside that they <laughs> pulled it off today. I, yeah, that was shameful, very tough. Shameful collapse by UCF. Yeah, that was. You can't let that game slip away, but it's over and done with, and we just focus on the next game. We just focus on LSU. I wonder well, about our guy, uh, Adam P., in Australia. What Isn't he an LSU guy? 
Oh, uh, yeah. He used to, I think he had an LSU hat. I think he had sure. an LSU hat at some point in his life. Yeah, we'll have to question him on that one. MSU grad with an LSU hat? Interesting. kind of weird. Very, very interesting. I don't know if they let you in Australia root for two teams, but here in America, you pick one, okay? Well, unless you're a bandwagon fan. Unless you're, Dra- uh, unless you're Drake. I'm, of course, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a Spartan. We're just kidding. We have fun here. We have fun we here. We like to have fun. Yeah. So, I mean... Will we have to do another podcast if uh, we end up playing Duke? We'll see. We are well, no, we're we're, 0 for 1 on our blur. Here's the thing. We're, if we cast. beat LSU and we know we're playing Duke, we're gonna might have to, we might have to do one on Saturday because I am leaving for Mexico on Sunday mm. before we would play Duke. So we might have to get one RCR in, bonus up on the weekend. We'll see. We'll see if we can make it work. I'm not making any promises. We are still working on a uh, fill-in for a while Clark's away. Has anybody reached out? Yeah, we got. I don't know. Got we're, a couple? Work, we're working on it. Got a couple people handing in their uh, resumes. To, we're gonna, uh, you know, maybe get the Waff guy on here, be a co-host. We'll Waff, see. If you're listening, you're welcome on. <laughs> you're number one on the list, Waff. He's our top go. He's our he's our top target. But let's get right into the mailbag. Got a few mailbags from uh, some. I wouldn't say familiar suspects, but I think they've all at least asked a question previously. So we we uh, appreciate that. All right, first question coming in. He asked a question last week. He's on a uh, streak here two two times in a row. NAK from Farmington Hills. He says, with so much NCAA basketball action going on, upsets and all, why is the local media and the Ann Arbor Clown fans so obsessed with Izzo being in Henry's face instead of giving Bradley credit for a well-played game? Pat, Pat Caputo on 97.1 to dedicate an entire segment on Saturday. 99% of the callers were Ann Arbor clowns calling in while shopping at Walmart, ripping Izzo as if they knew what they were talking about. Ann Arbor clowns will always be Ann Arbor clowns, he says. Going hard at the Michigan fan base there. NAK, he's fired up. (laughs) I like that. Going real hard. But... Obviously, the subject matter of his question is about the Henry situation, which we said we talk about. So let's talk about it. I'm just going to say this really quick. Pacaputo, no idea how he's on the air. He's a fat swine. Nobody wants to hear his opinion. And he's just an idiot. So yeah. his opinion's irrelevant. NAK, I've got some advice for you. Stop listening to Pat Caputo on the weekends. Turn it to a different station. <laughs> or just replay this podcast over and over. Probably a better idea. But better yet, ninety-seven-one. Just hire us. Yeah, I mean, I'll take over the weekend gig if they want someone. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that full time. That's yeah. fine with me. It'd be a lot better if you guys can start tweeting at ninety-seven-one. Get Gary and Clark their own show ASAP. I mean, I, I don't know why Michigan fan gets fired up about this. It's because John Beeline's a very good coach. Okay, like let's not even get into that whole subject. But there's an inferiority complex still with Michigan fan. They they, they know. That they're not their basketball program is not as good as ours. There's just no way you can compare it. And if you think that, mm, jump off a bridge. I don't know what else to tell you. But that's clearly what's going on. They're they're upset about it because they want him gone. And he, this is you're not getting fired for doing something like this. This is coaching. And anybody that's not a Michigan fan and they allowed this to upset them, they're just people that are miserable with their lives that want to get upset about something, and they don't have anything better to do. As far as I'm concerned. Because there's nothing wrong with what Coach Izzo did. And that's what's crazy. He's been doing it his entire career. 
and now they just want to look at it because it was a nationally televised game. And well, we didn't lose the Bradley game, so then they had to change the narrative and yeah. pick a story, and that was the story. Yeah, and they ran with it. Sick. And the thing is, most players, most people who played a professional sport, all had Izzo's back. Oh yeah. And we I even saw a, another coach. I can't remember what coach it was. In another NCAA tournament came, berating his player, actually making physical contact, yet we don't hear anything about this. Deport him from the country. Touch this player. Get him out of here. It's selective. Lifetime ban. It's selective outrage. It's This is how our society operates now. And it's pathetic. It's sad it's that pathetic. we have to address stuff like this. Yeah. And Detroit News. Fire Nolan Finley. Please, immediately. I don't even know. Actually, Detroit News dissolve as a company and cease to exist. The fact that that even got published. It was, at one point, the headline article yeah. on DetroitNews.com. Disgusting. Disgusting. Not even going to get into what it said. Don't read the article. Don't click on it. Just hashtag Fire Nolan Finley. Get it going. And then put clown face emojis afterwards. It was a clown article. <laughs> a clown article written by a clown. For a clown paper, <laughs> total clown show. Okay, that's all. That's all I can say. But we're like I said, we don't want to talk a lot about it because we think it's a complete non-issue. That it's a is non-issue. It's Izzo laughed about it. He said this is ridiculous, absolutely absurd. So dumb. We even have to talk about it. But let's get into the next question. This one coming from also a Farmington Hills resident, Mike K. Mike K. Good to hear from Mike K. Always. He says, if MSU and U of M, and he has in parentheses, and ever clowns, <laughs> seems like that's a very pop- it's popular, a common theme here on the popular pod. buzzword, each win two more games, they will face each other again. Based on how the two teams are playing right now, do you feel the Spartans would win for a fourth time? Love this question. Let's start with that one. Yeah, I definitely feel confident <laughs> that we would win for a fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> The way that we're playing? Um, I did have a conversation with a Michigan fan at, at the uh, party, the only one there. And Should we? We won't name names. We won't name names. Is. I'm not going to name his name. But he did say if they, in his eyes, if they were to win that fourth game, it would dissolve the other losses of the this season. This is Matt S. we're talking about? <laughs> Matt S. From Farmington? <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Hope he's listening. He was hammered drunk last night, and I don't think he was thinking logically. So... I'll give him a pass. I'll have a chat with him. And I'm gonna, here's the thing. I'll be in Mexico with him. I'll have a chat with Matt S. And I will confirm via Twitter if he actually believes this. We'll give him double confirmation. Okay. But that doesn't surprise me, Gary. What did you have to say to him? I just laughed in his face, yeah, obviously. That's all, that's, all, that's all that you need to do. Yep. But, I mean, it is a uh, crazy situation and a scenario that I honestly hope that we don't have to to live. Oh, no one wants that. God. Um, That'd be a Beating nightmare. a team four times in a row in a season is extra difficult. That's like sweeping a team, basically, in the NBA playoffs. It's we've very already, hard. We've already swept them. The but broom's already sweep, out. That is asking a lot of a team. But I God still w- help you, Michigan fan, if it does happen. I'm coming for you. It would be... You're not allowed to talk anymore if we beat you a fourth time and in the Final Four. There'll be no more talking. I won't listen to your opinion. You'll silence yourself forever. I agree. I think that's how it should go. A vow of silence for the rest of your <laughs> life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't want to think about it, but 
It's not going to happen. Virginia Could be talking Tech, about Virginia it next Tech's week. Virginia Tech's going to beat Michigan in the Sweet 16. Take it. Not Virginia Tech. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I'm tired. It's late. My bedtime is already passed, typically, <laughs> on a Sunday. Brain's not working at full capacity right now. But we did this for the people. But I appreciate you correcting me, Gary, because I did get it wrong. No Texas problem. Texas Tech is going to beat Michigan in the Sweet 16. Yep. No, I can't have us have any Virginia Tech's going to beat Duke. There you go. Thank you. Thanks for clarifying. And uh, Mike actually had a second question. He said, how do you feel Ward is fitting in right now? And is he healing? How do you feel Ward is fitting in now that he's healing up and getting more playing time? What is the best balance between Ward and Tillman? Should they both play together? We did see some of that. I actually like both night. of them on the floor together. Yeah. What well, didn't upset it me at all. It depends on what the matchup is, and I think you could see that again against LSU because they have some pretty big guys. Yeah. So I like I th- it. I like the way Ward played last night. I thought I think he's looking better. He's getting back into you know his form that he had been in when he was playing really well. I mean, Xavier Tillman, I want him on the court as much as possible. No, no other thing to say about that. The team just plays at a different level when X is on the court uh, playing the way he's been playing. The last month and a half, two months. Yeah. You know, the better he plays, the better our offense is. 100%. He rebounds better than anybody on the team. He did make a, a one error. I remember when they got it into him, he made a bad pass and turned over the ball. But That's okay. other than that, he, forgivable. he played pretty well. And he has his free throw shooting has improved He's got immensely. A nice stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Looks real good. I'm confident when he goes to the line now. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely my confidence has changed from beginning of the season. Good so, question, though. Yeah, thanks for the questions, Mike K. Moving on to the next guy, Kevin S. from Traverse City. He just said, just watched the wacky win over the Gophers. Glad our season <laughs> is still rolling. Uh, he commented uh, on the Red, Red Cedar Runner. And we got a trifecta of mentioning Michigan. <laughs> and he wants to talk about the rivalry in general. And he said, what's your go-to favorite way to respond to the stereotypically insufferable U of M fans? We'll always have, well, he has trouble with the snap, but it'd be great to pull our resources, creativity for a noble cause. Um, so he basically just wants to know, uh, if we see a type of stereotype, he wanted me to sum this up. He said I didn't have to read it all. If there's like a stereotype for an atypical Spartan fan and a atypical Wolverine fan, his description is the identity of a, a Michigan State fan is they'd rather be a relentless overachiever who has to earn everything. If that's you, it's a go green. If you're entitled, past focused, excuse forward, and underachieving, then I'll by all means go blue. So he wants to know if these stereotypes, from what we've seen, hold true. It's hilarious. <laughs> Going pretty in-depth here on the rivalry. It's very in-depth. <laughs> I wish we would have had this one on the rivalry edition. Yeah. Um, I'll let you take this right now. <laughs> I'm just laughing. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, especially with Michigan fans, I feel like the, the ones who actually graduated from Michigan are a lot more tolerable than the fans that didn't graduate from Michigan. Not always, but agreed. I, well, I for the most say, part, I'd agree with you. If I had to generalize them, mm-hmm. like my friends that actually went to Michigan and graduated from there, I feel like I have a lot more... Um, you Well, you can have an easier conversation with them because yeah. they're more intelligent. Yeah. I don't want to get... We don't need to... I'm not going to get into it about that. But I know there's know. a lot of uh, reference of Walmart Wolverines. So obviously, that's become a a uh, nickname that's been given to some Michigan fans. And those are the fans that didn't go there and shop at Walmart and are big Michigan fans. 
those are the ones that I think the Spartan fan base. What's the term for Spartans that didn't go to Michigan State? Sp- Spar- Sam Club Spartans, I've heard, being tossed around. I'm a Sam Club Spartan. <laughs> Proud. Proud Sam Club Spartan here. Yep. It's got a better ring to it, that's for sure. Have been a season ticket holder for football games for 25 years, though. So Yeah. Does that show something? I don't know. Yeah. It's called hard work and dedication. That's right. Actually, there, gotta, was no, there was no hard work involved. My dad paid for the season tickets every year, <laughs> but I always went. You had to earn everything, Clark. I had to earn it. <laughs> but we'll definitely uh, reach out to our listeners out there and get some. Uh, we'll get some feedback on that pool one. Some, pool some resources and our creativity, as you said. And I thought that was very figure, funny. Figure out how to deal with these insufferable Michigan fans. I just refer to them as swine. So <laughs> if you want to refer to them as something, just call them that. I agree with that. So that's going to wrap up our questions. We got a quick hockey update given to us from the hockey correspondent, Burge, Burge in, Chicago. in Chicago. And he just wanted to let us know of uh, the status of a, a former Spartan now playing for the Red Wings. Big time. Taro. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. <laughs> Hi, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Three points in three games for the Red Wings. Is that bad? Um, say that's pretty good. Yeah, good start. To his NHL career, career just ended, and he's playing. I think they, he's getting called up for like ten games or something like that. Yep, already got three points. That's probably good for top five on the team and scoring on the season for the Red Wings. I think. I think they came up with a W last night too against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yep, or was that the night before? No, that was last was night. Was that last night? Yep. I think they won in overtime. Yep. But which uh, we don't want. But props. Yeah, we. You know, tank. Loose. Please. Number one pick. Please. But uh, good to see him uh, succeeding. I mean, didn't really seem like that would uh, be a question at all with the way that he played this entire season. Clearly. um, You you definitely love to see it. So, shouts to him. Shouts. Thanks, Burge, for the uh, feedback. We expect more. Thanks for the update. Send more. But... That's going to wrap it up for episode 28, our Sweet 16 edition of the Red Cedar Rundown. Stickers? Stickers. Got a lot of sticker requests. There is a mail list that was sent to me by Gary. He has gotten DMs, and he's sent me the mail list. If you're on the mail list, you're going to get stickers. They will be going out by midweek this week. Midweek. Can confirm stickers will be mailed out. Beautiful. So be on the lookout. If you if you promises DM'd us, made, promises delivered, people check those mailboxes. Man of my word, okay. Just keep it. Only took keep the entire in the basketball season, ladies and gentlemen. That's all it took. Yeah, let's not act like it was a long time. Okay, that's not that long. It's, it's only just, like just like five, five or months. six months. Yeah, yeah not, not a big, big deal. deal. <laughs> no big deal. So yeah, make sure when you get those stickers, you pass them out to your friends and tell them to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keep tuning in, and we will keep knocking these episodes out for all of Spartan Nation out there. Yes, we will. So let's get this dub over LSU, and let's get this dub over probably Duke or Virginia Tech. Quick update. Virginia Tech up five, two minutes left. Beautiful. Setting up, for, hold on. setting up for a great matchup against Duke. So. Top four seeds advancing in the region. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what we're going to see. Virginia Tech up by seven under two. So looking like it will be Virginia Tech. There we Duke. go. All right. And with that, as always, go green. Go white. <laughs>